The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh-Moller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. You know, the first time that Stampede was played after a Cowboys-Dolphins game, it was some 51 years ago, more than 51 years ago now. It was January 16th, 1972. That's when the Dallas Cowboys went down to New Orleans and beat the Miami Dolphins 24-3 to win Super Bowl VI. Was that the... First time they played the song? That's the first time they played the song after a Cowboys-Dolphins game. Oh, after. Because that was the first meeting ever between the Cowboys and the Dolphins was the Dwayne Thomas game when the Cowboys beat the Dolphins. And I wish Everson was here so he could (laughs) hear the Dwayne Thomas game. That that specific Uh, game. The win over the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. And here we are, 51 years later, and it's the Cowboys and the Dolphins, two 10-4 teams playing on Christmas Eve. And here we are with your earliest pregame show possible. Absolutely. Here, Absolutely. Earliest Christmas Eve show, too, <laughs> by the way. We'll get you ready for Christmas Eve, too. I couldn't find my Santa hat. I was going to wear a Santa hat Were today. You? I think I gave it away or something you know last what? year. I, I thought of it, and then I got in a rush to leave because I've got a blue Cowboys. Yeah, Santa hat. Santa hat. Yeah. You guys should have worn them. I should have, but... Gosh, get in the Christmas yeah. spirit, you guys. Come on. I was I in the Christmas spirit. I just didn't think ahead of time to go find it. Or I well, could have Savannah, stopped by a store on the way. Savannah's in the Christmas spirit. She is. I got a present. She gave me a gift. She gave you a gift? I got one, oh, too. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought I was the Up special on my one. desk. Producer Supreme, he got one as well. Uh-huh. Everson was the only one that missed out today. I did. All right. Well, you got time on Everson. Exactly. Yeah. So he'll, he'll get Everson's not going to be back till Tuesday. Give him Unless a New he Year's shows gift. up on Monday, but we'll find out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> good one. Yeah. Very yeah. good. All right. So uh, it's a fabulous football Friday. Getting you set for a Christmas weekend full of games. Got kicked off actually last night. You know. If you're going to pick a Thursday night game to play in, if you had to play on a Thursday night, which every team does, and you had your choice of Thursday night games to play in, this would be the week to do it. Because the Rams and the Saints, they got to play on Thursday night. And then Sean McVay told the Rams after the game, come back Tuesday. We, I don't want to see you again until Tuesday, the day after Christmas. Well, that's pretty good. That's, that's a nice break. That's nice right? for them. And by the way, they earned it. And they have earned it. Really, almost going back to when they came in here and lost to the Cowboys, 43-20 to 20 in October. I think they lost the next week, and Stafford was hurt. And then they had a bye week, 
Do you realize what the Rams have done since then now? They are on a hot streak. They have won five of their last six games. And Matthew Stafford, you talk about uh, if he did this over the entire season, he'd be in that MVP conversation So the way he's playing right now. Are they above 500 now? They are. They're 8-7. and 8-7. and seven. Yeah. So they're in the mix for a Oh, well, they're definitely. Team. They're right Absolutely. in there. Yes, they are right in there. And if you look, they play at the Giants next week. Then they will finish against San Francisco, which likely will be a game that San Francisco doesn't have to win and be playing backups. And they're looking at a 10-7 and seven record. Um, and which gets back to my question from earlier in the week as it relates to the Cowboys. Would you rather, in the first round of the playoffs, host the Rams or the Seahawks? And the Seahawks, by the way, have a good shot at uh, – they play at the Jets this week. And um, at the top, I think they maybe have Pittsburgh and Arizona. But anyway, um, they have a chance of finishing 10-7 and seven too. Would you rather host the Rams or the Seahawks or go on the road and play at Tampa Bay? In the first round of the playoffs. I think earlier this week I said go on the road, but yes. I've changed my mind. Have you really? I have. I think actually playing at home first might just give the, the guys the pep and the step that they need going into that next round. But I I might pick Seattle. Oh, if, yeah? Over yeah. the Rams, if yeah. that was the case. Well, like, if I go on the road... Who do I got to play next? No, I'm not. Ta- I'm talking. To, <laughs> no, the, the question is because that's first the round. That's first, the catch. That is. That's right. But first round of the playoffs. Because the second would, round, I'm getting San Francisco. Oh, right? you're getting Philadelphia. Yeah, one of the two. Uh, you're, yeah. Yeah. And I don't get my choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't like them being on the road the whole time. You know, like if that if that was the scenario where they're on the road all through the playoffs. You might as well have one at home. You right. know, I, yeah. I like now, the home and I know, advantage. I know. More than likely you'll have two at home if that's the case. If that, if, yeah. yeah. Because you have the number two seed, right? Well, no, we're talking – yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yes. you, yeah you, you have you a would. home game, yes. you win the division, yes. right. so you'll be right. the number two seed. Right, right. I'll take home. I'd what rather play Tampa Bay, but I'll take home. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> That's a good one. Uh-huh. And yeah, and we just saw Seattle come in here, and it was a so. Do you realize game. right now the Rams, um, other than technically Philadelphia, is the only team not leading a division with a winning record? They're eight and seven, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody in the well. New Orleans lost, so they're seven and eight. But That's Tampa Bay's seven and seven. Right. And then second place in Min- in the s- in Seattle right now seven and seven. In the right? North, Minnesota's seven and seven. Yeah, and Seattle's seven and seven. I mean, if you look at the remaining schedule for the Rams and the Seahawks, you can make a case that both of them could win their remaining games and both finish ten and seven. It looks like. If you just look at the schedule going forward, that there's going to be three playoff teams come out of the NFC West, San Francisco, and as well as the Rams and the Seahawks. Now we'll see. Uh, they can easily spit the bit, too, the right. last couple of weeks of the season. But um, it's very interesting. And, um, you know, the coaching job that the that McVeigh has done with the Rams is uh, pretty well, remarkable. He's done, turned him around, and that offense looked awfully good. If you think about it, 
Um, now they got a healthy Cooper Cup to go along with right. a mm-hmm. potential rookie of the year in Puka Nakua, who has 97 catches now for 1,327 yards. He's no C.D. Lamb, though. No. Very good. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out. No, no he was a realize... fifth round. Okay, we're talking a fifth round draft pick. Yeah. Okay, and last year's fifth round draft pick is their running back, Kieran Williams. And who is, who, who, by the way, this run that they're on right now is, is coincided with Kieran Williams coming back to the lineup for them. He was out. In fact, he did not play against the Cowboys. And he was and the, the one when he over. scored the touchdown, he went and gave the ball to his mother. Yes. Yeah. 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 Nice uh, touch. So, that was they were up thirty to seven with twelve forty four to go before uh the Saints actually started scoring points and got it to thirty twenty two uh and then they onside kick didn't recover it, and then they got one first down and kneeled out the game, but it got close at the end one possession kind of sort of sort of yeah yeah. all right, so um so here we are, and um, here we are. We had the coach talk this morning on the radio. Yes. We had the owner, president, and general manager talk on the radio this morning. And big-time concern at left tackle for this team right now. Sounds that way, doesn't it? Sounded sounded uh, like at least Zach Martin would do a little bit um, on Saturday, and they felt pretty uh confident that he likely would be able to play i'm guessing they're going to list him as questionable and then tyron smith not as much and as mike mccarthy continues to say we'll see what he does if he does anything on saturday and that'll make the determining factor if he's able to play on sunday and if he had to say which who was ahead of the other right now zach martin yeah easily And it it sounded like he was going to take a part in the walkthrough today. So if he can do the walkthrough and just kind of get the mental part of it down, even if he doesn't do much tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, they'll just get him ready to go on Sunday. And I've seen him walking around. He's walking well. Okay. If that means So anything. he's going to be okay in the walkthrough. <laughs> yeah. They were just out on the field here. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, he was. when I saw him in the training table yesterday, he was walking pretty good. Okay, and I'm thinking that he probably can handle the mental side of it. I would imagine. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> now, on the other hand, who's uh, who's your left tackle? Well, it's Chuma. Uh, yeah, they're not. How do you change two things? I, I don't feel good about that. But as a consolation, no, no. Miami Dolphins could very well have three guys missing from their mm-hmm. offensive line. We know Connor before, Williams. Before you go to the Dolphins, okay. let me ask you real quick: Where is Let's go on things right now? Uh, That's a really good question. Thank is, you very much. That's he, why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. He has not been activated yet. Right. I was going to say he was designated to return. return. His window started, and this is the first time I think this week he's listed as fully practicing. Okay. So you might be able to keep him active if, but he hadn't played all year. So would you? So, so what do you? So backup, here's my question. Yeah, from a backup standpoint, you want awesome, okay? Or do you want well, let's go, who hasn't played all year? Awesome. I want, I want someone to play awesome. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and if you activate, well, let's go. You got to 
make a move. Make a move. Yeah. So okay, now go to get to the Dolphins. The Dolphins. This is a juicier. Uh, well, yes. that's not juicier, but it's juicy. Well, you start yesterday. You had a couple inside scoops already before the practice report even came out yesterday because you saw from your your people in Miami, Tyreek Hill was out on the field. Yes, yes, practice. yes. So that was and the one so note I'll, from yesterday. Let me get. Let me check my sources. No, I've got my. <laughs> I got your sources. Okay, all right. Mike McDaniel already. He's already spoke to the media. That right guard Robert Hunt will miss his third consecutive game. So he had been uh, listed as not practicing all week, um, and so they basically have decided he's out. And then the right tackle. Austin Jackson uh, with an oblique injury. They are saying he would be limited today after not practicing Wednesday and Thursday. So that's going to be questionable. So if he doesn't play, they could be down three starters on their offensive line. That's big. Uh, they expected uh, Tyreek Hill uh, to be uh, practicing today and uh, McDaniel said he needs to get through Friday's practice. So yesterday he he went from did not practice to limited, and they were going to see how much he can do today after doing some stuff yesterday. Also, Xavier Howard, uh, who has been listed so far as out and limited, he said he's good to go. And McDaniel said, we'll see what the trainers have to say. So okay. I would imagine he's going to be uh, questionable also. And by the way, Ndamukong Sue did visit the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. uh, McDaniel said, we had a nice discussion. So no roster move. Uh, but he also said, bringing him in, he just don't want to assume things. Meaning, oh, he can't play. He's, you know, whatever. So they did bring him in. So that kind of gives you an idea of where the uh, majority of the injuries are. And it sounded like Hooker uh, for the Cowboys, who I believe he missed both days, right? Wednesday and Thursday. Um, let's see. Yes. Yes. No, he, they listed him as limited yesterday. Okay. So I think that's a good sign that he's on the mend. Uh, he had an ankle. I think he'll be good to go. And we know Jonathan Hankins is out. I would imagine he's out this week and probably next week with a high ankle sprain. And a knee, too, by the way. He's okay. Just, yeah, he's not having a great time, I'm sure, right now. <laughs> the uh, Dolphins' offensive line and Austin Jackson uh, it has been confirmed now through my sources mm -hmm. in Miami that he was a – he was out on the field. Out to, on the field. So he was actually okay. doing something in practice today, their right tackle. So McDaniel so, did that as press conference before, before they yeah. practiced. So uh, Teron Armstead, their left tackle, who has been – came back from injury last week, mm -hmm. okay, he uh, should be starting at left tackle for them. And then they've got Lester Cotton, who has been starting at left guard, a – College free agent 2019, Liam Eichenberg, who moved from left guard to center when Connor Williams went down with his ACL injury six plays into the Tennessee game two weeks ago. He is the starting center. 
Robert Jones, college free agent two years ago, is the starting right guard. And if Austin Jackson can't go, then Kendall Lamb, who was a college free agent uh, in 2015 out of Appalachian State, who is primarily a left tackle, would slide over to right tackle to play. Very good. I think the Cowboys might be able to take advantage of what the Dolphins have on their offense. It sounds line. that way. And Raheem Moster, 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 Mostert uh, has not practiced the last two days, but they did put knee, ankle, and rest. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine he will be out there. And I've got some pretty good stats on him. Okay, which we will get to when we come back, previewing Cowboys and Dolphins when Mixed Shots continues in a moment. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like... Well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. To mixed shots. K Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, uh, we continue here on mixed shots on a Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve edition uh, as we get you set for Cowboys Dolphins. 325 kickoff Dallas time on Christmas Eve. I had the opportunity last night. It, this has really been a fun week for me since I have. I've, off from my other job. <laughs> How does that happen Wait, during you've been football off? season? I've been, and so I've been, had more time to devote to, like, looking back at the Bills game, looking at more closely at the Dolphins. If I could just do this all the time, that would be great. So I got to say, so, yesterday, yeah. Mickey was sitting here looking up some stats on a page, and I look over at your notebook, uh, and I swear uh, you <laughs> had it every single same thing on the page 
written. And I was like, <laughs> That's how I prepare. Um, <laughs> we could print, but you know, Bill has his own way of doing everything. Uh-huh. That's right. Old school. Anyway. Well, you know, there's a trick to that, too. Some of us have to write things down to remember, to remember them. Yeah, that's right. Unfortunately, yeah. I was probably through college before I figured that out, mm-hmm. right? Like yep. studying for tests. It's like, write it down. That's why exactly. That's why I have this big green NFL draft scouting notebook. And I look at it every spring semester. That's my class for the spring semester, just like you were, were mm-hmm. for us, old school, back in college where we had a notebook and we'd I'd write things down whatever and so i write down about these college players and that's how i you know a guy's in the league for 10 years i'm yeah. oh that guy he's from nebraska or he's from whatever yeah. it just it's now it's in my memory bank you know right exactly. and, and if i just was looking at stuff i would never remember that but yeah. the yeah. fact you write it down that's what commits it to memory oh i know i've hopped yeah. on the legal pad train there you here. go See, there that's very right. good that's right yeah, yeah. Me now, but Mickey, you can, you can actually writing it down it doesn't have to be in a notebook physically writing it it it's can just be anything. just writing it down uh, typing it into a mm-hmm. laptop or something too mm-hmm. or but. just writing like someone's name down so you remember it because there was a time like when i was doing ranger games now this is i was ahead of ahead of my time on that i was actually would use a laptop to do everything because i knew like in the broadcast booth i had the laptop at my fingertips and so i could eat quickly go to stuff yeah, quick access. but like for tv shows and stuff if i'm out here doing cowboys tv shows about the draft or anything well i can't i i don't have time the ability to get on a laptop to do that so I found that it was easier writing it down on a legal pad like Mickey has right there or a notebook, whatever. And and wait another 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway. So anyway. It's been great. Uh, Going back and looking at uh, the Bills game. Yes. I thought T.J. Bass was fine at right guard. In in fact, I I think going forward – uh, the Cowboys have to feel really good about that uh, college free agent out of Oregon uh, and uh, asked Mike McCarthy about him yesterday. He's enthused about him uh, as well. I mean, he had one play in the game against Buffalo that was glaring where a sack occurred. Um, and it was George, I think it was Jordan Phillips who got free. It was. And. It was a third and one play at the 39 yard line, and they had tight splits. He was playing right guard, and his left foot stepped on Tyler Biotish's foot. And so he, he slipped and fell, mm-hmm. and so Jordan Phillips was able to blast through to, to get to Dak. That was the only glaring issue that I thought that, um, so that he had. Possibly going forward, if whenever Tyron is done, mm-hmm. you move Tyler Smith to left tackle and Bass right now looks like he can play left guard. Well, and then going forward, I don't know how many uh, is Zach Martin going to play another half decade. They better hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but going forward, even even as far as Zach is concerned, right. you've got a young guy mm-hmm. who can be groomed, and you know, and, and if Tyler does kick out to left tackle, then you've got a guy who can. And you remember in there. from training camp and really kind of early in the season when they do the quarterback warm-up aside, he, he's got his hand on the ball. Mm-hmm. So they how, were kind of looking to see if he could possibly be a backup center. How many snaps did he have last week? 
uh, all but ten. I think he had a, yeah. So I think there the it was forty seven. Mm-hmm. I think the offense had fifty seven snaps in the game, and I believe he had forty seven. Zach had ten. So anyway, uh, Bass had forty seven, eighty two percent. Yeah. So, um, but go ahead. You had yes. something that you I was going to point out about Raheem Mostert, uh, and I. We'll just continue to go with Mostert here. For those of you in Miami, we understand it is Mostert, Mostert. but just hang with Mickey. Mose. And I wrote it down. And by the way, it's not. Z. Mose. And let me admit this. Okay, I said Siler earlier in the week. It's Zach Sealer, who's a really good player on their defense. But now I've got Raheem down here. There you go. Okay. And And we've always, and we've, we've been, everyone's been told it's A Chan. Okay. A Chan. Yeah. A Chan. And I was reminded that McDaniel and Mostert were with each other in San Francisco. And when McDaniel got the job as the head coach in Miami, the first free agent he signed was Raheem. Uh, He saw something in him. And one of the notes uh, from Miami is uh, Mostert broke Ricky Williams Mm – uh, Mostert, sorry. Uh, Ricky Williams franchise rushing TD record for a single season with his 18 right now. And uh, at also broke Mark Clayton uh, record with 25 touchdowns from scrimmage. So Two pretty good guys mm-hmm. that played for the Dolphins. And Ricky Williams was his guy growing up in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. And he and his brother both wore Ricky Williams' number, which at that time was 34. Um, now, how about this? So he's got uh, 18 rushing touchdowns at the age of 31. He's the fifth player in NFL history to score um, a total of 20 touchdowns uh, at 30 years or more old. Mm. The others, Priest Holmes, John Riggins, and this is from scrimmage, okay? Mm -hmm. Randy Moss and Lenny Moore. Wow. The old Baltimore Colts running back, right? And the next touchdown he scores will break LeGarrett Blunt's uh, or pass LeGarrett Blunt for third most rushing touchdowns by an undrafted player since 1967. Wow. Wow. So uh, usually running backs at the age of 28 or so, they start declining, right? Mm -hmm. This guy's 30. Well, he didn't get very many carries until age 28. Yeah, yeah. So he's got (laughs) tread on the tire, Uh right? That's right. So Um, I went to North Texas with Jeffrey Wilson Jr., who is their other running back. And he and Raheem uh, were both in San Francisco at the same time. And they both went over to the Dolphins at the same time. Yep. You so, can tell McDaniel liked both of them, and they oh, also yes. know. And and before, 
San Francisco got McCaffrey. They did running back by committee, and mm-hmm. they were primary guys on that committee. Right. And so McDaniel just took both of them from San Francisco. And he had suffered a bad knee injury in San Francisco, and I don't know if that's why they gave up on him and made the trade for McCaffrey. Yeah, in 2021, he had only one game played. It was pretty significant, too, as mm-hmm. I remember. So 34 yards away from a 1,000-yard season, by the way. Before age 27, in 2019, Raheem Mostert had a total of 42 carries in the National Football League. After being undrafted in 2015, he was with Cleveland, Miami, Baltimore, Chicago, before finally landing with San Francisco His uh, end of his second year in the league. And then was with the Niners until last season. And then McDaniel got the Miami job and quickly installed him as his starting running back. And then they draft Achan this year. And Mm -hmm. that's uh, quite a one-two punch now they have at running back. And Mostert is about to go over 1,000 yards rushing. He's 34 yards shy of 1,000. Is that what I just said? No. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Um, I want to see where Tony Pollard is at. Let's do a little comparison here. Okay. Pollard has a ways to go to 1,000, I think. He definitely does. I just want to look up. And- it was interesting what Pollard was saying, was it this week or last week, about um, how he now realizes that uh, at the beginning of the season, he was still. Uh, right. He said it yesterday. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Or uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he now realizes the difference in how he is running now as opposed to the beginning of the season, how he was coming off that injury. And you can see it on the field. A couple of weeks ago, I think I made the comment, man, he looks like he's quicker now. You can see him as he got to the second level. He's about to break one of these. He looks like how he was playing in training camp when they weren't tackling, Mm -hmm. like the burst. Yeah. And and now this – has come back, so he's 152 yards short uh, of a thousand. But the, the 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 things that stood out to me with the Dolphins is Mostert has 18 rushing touchdowns. Think about that, 18. I I think I counted out counted up in the league, only like seven or eight teams have more rushing touchdowns than 18. Um, what are the cow the Cowboys have 13. Okay. He's got 18 by himself. And the other thing with A-Chan, now he's only touched the ball running 72 times. He's averaging 8.5 yards a carry. Right, right. 8.5. Yeah. He missed a significant portion of the season, too, right. A-Chan did. So we're talking fresh legs, and he's, you know, 72 carries, and he's got seven touchdowns. You know, it's interesting, um, and, and McCarthy has talked about this this week, is the motion that the Dolphins use in their offense. Yeah. It's not traditional motion a lot of times. A lot of it times, it is just prior to the snap where Tua will put a guy in motion, and I'm sure it's to – to it's a uh, it's an indicator for him and an early indicator for him whether the defense is in a man-to-man or zone defense which is why everybody uses right. motion but, but they but do typically, it differently they, but typically most teams put them in motion and they come all the way across the backfield right. or whatever mm-hmm. well th- there will be almost virtually every play 
it seems like. He puts a guy in motion, and it's like just a second before the snap. And it, and it helps him, I think, be able to see the defense more clearly and, and get an early tip on what the defense is doing. So it, it, it and, and it's giving that guy that's in motion a running start because he's not going in motion and setting. But right? it also, it it's the reaction of the defense. Right. And so the defense is reacting to that motion, which which can be the difference in a guy in the run game, even where you're taking a guy, maybe a linebacker, out of the box, and you're clear. You're basically you're almost using it as a blocking tool. Okay, where if that linebacker is going with that tight end who just went in motion, then mm-hmm. it's going to clear up uh, that side of the field. Got it. And yeah. uh, and, and then HN and, and Mostert have the speed to get to the second level. Then. And if and if if people don't really understand what we're talking about, just think of arena football when they would put guys in motion mm-hmm. or the Canadian football yeah. where you could go in motion and around going, the quarterback yeah. and go going forward. towards the line of yeah. scrimmage. Well, they yeah. can't go Switch toward, yeah. but mm-hmm. they are in motion running, so they get a running head start. And, uh, yeah, that complicates things. And, obviously, it, um, it's working because, uh, as a team, they've rushed for 1,955 yards. And, by the way, 26 touchdowns. But that – when you got 18 from one and seven from the other, it's pretty easy to get the 26. The other thing that Tua does, and uh, and and that's one of, when I asked McCarthy about Tua and what's impressed him the most, and it's a command of the offense that Tua has now, uh, and now that he's he's in his second year in this he offense, sees things right. Yeah, and he, you'll see he'll what he will do a lot of times is. Even pre-snap, he puts a guy in motion to the right side, and you could, it, it's it's almost like a no-look pass that's coming at you yeah. where he gets your attention going to the right side, and he'll just come back and throw it to Waddle over here on the left side on a little square end or something like that. He's good and, at confusing people and so, in that way. Yeah, so uh, just interesting, just studying them. and. I would think that they would be a very difficult team to prepare for in a short period of time. And so the advanced scouts on on this team, uh, and they've known about the success of this offense throughout the season, I bet the advanced scouts have put in a lot of time to where uh, they've got a lot of their stuff at this point in the season mm-hmm. uh, down where they're, that's going to be a very well-prepared Cowboys team going in there to face what they throw at them. All right. Our picks to click and predictions, even from Everson, when Mixed Shots continues in a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. 
Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Get a frame-worthy family holiday photo with Santa at the Star presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District through December 24th. Visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa for more info. All right, so through Christmas Eve, then he heads back to the North Pole for the rest and, of the year and until well, next Christmas. Well, he, he's here, mm-hmm. so you can see Santa. Then he goes back, mm-hmm. and then he makes his rounds. Yes, exactly. So, Don't be spoiling Christmas. What do you mean? Oh, okay. I'm just. Uh, it's. <laughs> I'm not. Do you think you'll see Santa? You think you'll see the sleigh on the ride back on the? Are you going to be looking out the window to yes. see if you see yes. Rudolph's yes. red nose? I when bet you're going to see him when we go by the moon. Uh huh. And he's the, yeah. You'll see that sled. Yes. You'll see the, yeah. yeah you'll be looking at the moon just seeing if you'll see the silhouette. Of he the might sleigh. even Rudolph w- at the very uh-huh. front and of if the they, line. If they win, he'll wave at the at yeah. the charter flight. You know what uh, NFL player has the most pressure on him this weekend? Do tell. It'll be tomorrow's game, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Because? Because the new quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I understand that Mike Tomlin went to him earlier in the week. He's been the third-string quarterback all year. And he said to him, he asked him, Rudolph, will you drive my sleigh tonight? I could okay, get, I we played. We played along with you. I knew something was coming. I couldn't spit it out. Only you, Bill. You remind Mason me. Rudolph will be getting the start oh, for yeah. the Steelers. My college roommate would do that all the time. <laughs> set people up for some silliness like that. Uh, anyway. Mason Rudolph. Yep. He'll go down in history if he leads the Steelers. Don't, don't, don't think somebody won't write that, okay? <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> don't think. Uh-huh. I learned my lesson when I was in college, and I covered a game on Valentine's Day, and the star basketball player for the team was named, Valentine? Won, was named Love. Oh, my. And I wrote it straight. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy that was the instructor. Is it Bob Love? Yeah, Butterbean I don't remember Love? what his, oh. his first name was. And he goes, you had a once-in-a-lifetime shot there, and you'll never get it again. <laughs> and I learned my lesson about writing straight leads. 
you know what? I won an award in high school uh, in, when uh, my right, the first article I ever wrote for a high school newspaper, it was at the time that Hurricane Carmen uh, hit the Texas coast. <laughs> and our, our football team's uh, head coach was Carmen Bonner, and they won their first game down in Austin, and I wrote something about Hurricane Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> So it started at a young age for me. Very good. <laughs> okay, this is a great setup for my picks to click this week. Yes. And you're going to love my picks to click on this oh, Christmas weekend. I can't wait for this. <laughs> what, what twist do we have here? <laughs> All do right. You, do we want to do Everson's first? Yes. His, what did you say, One thirty in the morning? Was it what time? I didn't even see the time yeah, stamp. Yeah, like one thirty in the morning. Okay, we need to. Yeah, we need to read it verbally. One fifty-eight, even worse. One fifty-eight. You, you know he has been thinking about this for the last two days. So two in the morning, he he made his decision. Okay, do you we want it? to uh, just read the uh, read the text here? You want me to read it? If you go All ahead. All right, click to pick. Cowboys thirty-one, Miami twenty-eight. Bland and Gallimore with one interception each. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is so, right. So I woke, up, I woke up this morning and I texted back at him on the group text. Gallimore? <laughs> Question marks. Uh, laughing hysterically. You must mean Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> See, but he and thought Mickey, I was Mickey funny. chimed in and said, "I read that and read Gilmore in my mind." Anyway, so it's uh, so if we're going to give him credit for both, yes. Right. If Gallimore or Gilmore get a pick, then he wins, right? I like that. That's fair. Yeah, it's a giving season here. So, but thirty-one twenty-eight, he's got the Cowboys winning by a field goal. And it's it's time for Bland and uh, to get another pick. I agree. Yeah. I agree. By the way, and this quarterback, if you go watch him, I, I went back and looked this morning. I watched a lot of the Tennessee game. Tua, he will take chances. I mean, some of the passes are really neat. It, it's threading the needle uh, between three defenders, middle mm -hmm. of the field, but he will throw it in the middle of the field uh, and – there, you, there's some opportunities to get a pick against him. I think he has ten interceptions he this does. season yep. so far. Yep. So well, just remember, he's not real tall. What do you think they list him at? Oh, I think they probably list him at six one. Um, maybe six one two seventeen. Let's see what they got there. <laughs> Uh, while Mickey is looking that up. While Mickey's looking that up. I'll get started here. You think he's 6-1? I think they probably list That's him That's what at they that. list him at. I think so. Okay. I think so. I think he's bigger and he's stockier than, yes. than yes. Uh, yes. what I think I thought that he was before. Okay. Okay. So are you going next, Savannah? Yes. I just changed my mind last minute. Oh, you did? On my well, you, you wrote it down on your legal pad. I wrote it down real quick. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's what, So you can remember it. <laughs> Precisely, Bill. Okay. I'm going with the Cowboys winning 24 
to 14. Okay. Oh, wow. Big defensive effort. I think mm-hmm. we're going to have a very big defensive effort. However, as much as I am looking forward to seeing our defense play this weekend, we need to score points. And so my click to pick this week will be Tony Pollard. Okay. I'm going with at least one touchdown for him. I really liked his attitude this week when we had chatted with him in the press conference. I just think he, you know, you're coming off a loss from the Bills. It was a tough time for this whole team, but he had a really good mindset going into this week. And moving on was his biggest concept move on get on to the next game and there was a lot of positivity there so i'm going with tony pollard okay all right i'm up you're up um these teams are quite similar in so many different areas um so i've got the cowboys winning 32 to 30 and i'm wait wait 32 30 yes two just don't worry about how you get there 32 do you think the Cowboys have ever scored, finished a game with 32 points? Could, could be a first. Okay. All right. Go ahead. They scored 33. Uh, yeah. Well, 33 is not that as, not un, as not weird. uncommon. 32 okay. is weird. Well, <laughs> it's the holiday season. You never know. 32 to 30. And the, I think that might be the first time in the history of the league there's been a final score of 32 to 30 and that's okay. i'm all about the all first. right very good okay and uh pick to click <laughs> and i'm going to stick with this until it works it's going to be demarcus lawrence because there's a good chance he's going up against a backup offensive lineman on the cowboys left side of the defensive front kindle lamb and he will make one significant play that turns this game around I like that. that. I like it. Okay. So D-Law is your guy. And I need to go talk to him. And just to to let him know that he better do something. Darn it. Now, he did some stuff last week. Yes, he did. He was the best defensive lineman out there. Mm -hmm. Making run stops, and you know they're going to run on the edge. So D-Law set the edge, buddy. You know, uh, what the Cowboys need to do defensively more than anything is play under control. Yes. I mean, like smart. That, a lot of it, yeah, a lot of it last week against Buffalo was just being out of control. I mean, and, and a lot of reason for missed tackles and stuff when you're playing out of control. Anyway, all right. I was just looking through the history of the Cowboys oh, Dolphins. Here we go. <laughs> rivalry. Get ready for the story. How many times? Okay, this will be the 16th meeting between the Cowboys and the Dolphins. The, uh, the Cowboys lead the all-time series 8-7, to seven, okay? Regular season, all tied up at 7-7 as we started the show. Cowboys won the Super Bowl over the Dolphins in January 16th, 1972. But since then, it's seven wins for Dallas, seven wins for Miami. How many times in those in the 15 meetings between these two teams – has Dallas surpassed 30 points against the Dolphins? Of Twice. 16 times? Two times? Two times. 37-20 win in 2007. And the last meeting in 2019, Dallas won 31-6. to The only times that they've gone over 29 points in this series. On the other hand, Miami. How many times has Miami scored... Over 28 points against the Cowboys. Once. Once. 
How about that? It was, where did it go? Whoa, what year? One time in 2003, 40-21, the Dolphins beat the Cowboys. The only time they've gone over 30 points against Dallas in the 15 games that they played. 2003. So that's when uh, Bill Parcells squared off against Dave Wanstead. Mm. Which, by the way, the last time the... Dolphins won a division title was 2008. 15 years ago. And I mentioned yesterday, didn't I? The last time they've gone this many winning seasons in a row, this is four. Mm -hmm. It was 97 through 2003. Yep. Jimmy Johnson, Dave Wanstead. There you go. How about that? All right. So having said that about these 30-point games, I'm going to go with... We'll continue the trend. Both teams under 30 points in this game. And the Cowboys win 27-23 over the Dolphins. And on this Christmas weekend, can I have two picks to click? No. Why not? So give me the corny one. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way. I'm going to go. Shots By fired. the way, we heard from Nate. And Frisco. Yeah. Wow, Bill. Rudolph, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the lion and the lamb this weekend. It okay. would be Micah on defense. We can't pick Micah, so it's going to be the lamb on offense All and right. not Miami's lamb, who spells it L A. The lamb in the major. It is CD lamb on Christmas Eve, my pick to click. You missed the manger thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right, what, Chris, uh, get us out of here. Wait, wait, what was the pod? Uh, the pod, oh, the pick, pod pick was, I can't remember. Player with the most receptions in the game. Player with the oh, most well, receptions in the game. He's got Lamb. CD. I'm going to take Waddle. I am going Jake J- Ferguson. I knew you were going. In fact, I was going to shout out Jake Ferguson. Okay. All right. And Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, we'll everybody. We'll be here for the New all. Year. That's right. I guess we should have played Jingle Bells instead of Stampede. I huh? think we should play Rudolph myself. Right. <laughs> Everson, we will see you on Monday. All right. And yes. <laughs> that was a good ender right there, Savannah. And for the rest of you, we will see you on Tuesday. But do join the uh, Everson for his Off the Walls Christmas edition of Mix Shots on Monday. <laughs> Stop. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. (laughs) This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?